episode 79 of The Music Room. In this episode, I interview illustrator, author, and music educator Katie Terrell Ramos about her process in writing and illustrating picture books. If you have ever wondered about writing your own picture book, or if you just love picture books, then this is a great listen. A little bit about Katie. Katie Ramos is a children's book author and illustrator. Known for her musical land series, which includes Agabadif, the musical yak, and Face, the musical flamingo. Katie's illustrations are unique in that they are made up of individually carved rubber stamps. Katie has been a music teacher from elementary school to private lessons for 10 years now and has always loved the role of storyteller that comes with being a music teacher. Katie is working on two more children's books right now, so check out her website to stay updated, www.katieterrellramos.com. I am excited for you to hear this interview with Katie. Here's the show. I am super excited to have Katie Ramos on my podcast about writing and illustrating picture books. How are you doing, Katie? I'm doing well. Thank you, Aileen, for having me here today. Yeah, I would love for the listeners to hear about yourself and your music educator journey. Yeah. So I, right now I'm teaching private music lessons. I haven't been in the classroom for a little while since COVID all hit, but originally I was teaching in Aurora, Colorado at an elementary school there, but now we've moved down to Durango. Yeah. It's been a really cool journey. So growing up, I was a musical theater student. I loved musical theater, thought that was my way of telling stories and then went to college for it in Ohio. And my parents opened up a school of rock and I came home that summer and got to teach my first preschool class and was hooked because you get to tell so many stories, you know, you get to tell them to kiddos and kiddos love stories and it all unraveled there. I decided I wanted to be a music teacher. So I came back to Colorado, finished my degree in music ed and just fell in love with sharing music and stories with kids. That's awesome. Where in Ohio did you attend college? I went to Baldwin Wallace University. Yeah, I'm familiar. Oh, awesome. Oh, yeah. You're from Columbus, right? Yeah, no, I'm actually originally from Michigan, but yeah, I've been living in Columbus for the 20 plus years now. And I've presented a workshop at Baldwin Wallace. So yeah, I'm familiar. Yes. Oh, I loved it. It All right. And what about your, I guess we should not just talk about your music educator journey, but your journey with art and with, you know, with illustrating and, and writing. Yes. Yeah. So in school, I never thought about taking an art class because I was so obsessed with music and theater. And so looking back at it now, um, my high school had so many options, but I just totally had blinders on for musical theater. And so the first art class that I took was when I went down to Texas for a summer and visited my now husband. He was my fiance at the time. And he was like, you need to find a hobby to do while you're down here. Cause I wasn't teaching. It was the summer. And so I took a block printing class at, I believe it was the Southwest School of Art in San Antonio and fell in love. We were supposed to learn a lot of different things, but the second week in, I saw rubber stamps. Um, My teacher had been making a few. She wasn't even going to teach it, but I got to see them and fell in love. I was like, what is that? And I'll explain more about those if you want, but (laughs) I, I knew that that's what, they were just like blocks of rubber that you carve out and then you stamp them. Like 
you would use rubber stamps like when you're a kid or even now, you know, people make cards with rubber stamps. Uh-huh. So I fell in love with that. Before that, though, I really never saw myself doing visual art. I thought my job was to tell stories through music and through theater. Wow, very cool. So, you know, at this point in your life, you are an author and illustrator. So how, what was your journey to that? Yeah, so I took that class and then my husband and I moved back to Colorado and COVID hit. And so I couldn't be in the classroom, but I really missed connecting with students. And I knew I had to find a way to keep telling stories to kiddos and sharing that with kids. And when I was in Aurora teaching there, I had told the story of Ikebadif, which is my first book. And I had told it to all of the grades. I mean, every single, every single student knew about Ikebadif and it had become this like school-wide obsession. You know, I had a puppet and, and actually Ikebadif was originally a blue monster. He started out as some character that I got from World Market uh-huh. and he, he became an obsession. So When COVID hit and we were staying inside uh, quarantining, you know, I had to find something to do. Mm -hmm. So along with teaching online and doing virtual lessons, I got to start working on illustrating and trying to create Igabadif. And we had been to Nepal a few years before. And I fell in love with the animal of a yak. And I wasn't having luck drawing a monster the way that I wanted to. And so I decided that I would make Igabadif into a yak. So mm-hmm. he, he evolved then. Um, so um, yeah, so I have, the listeners can't see this right now, but I have your books right here. Yeah. So, so you, you know, started working on the block printing, you started working on the story and you started with Igabadif. And then what did that process as far, you know, you have the story, you have the art, and then how did you get published? Yeah, so I wanted to find a publisher that was doing music books for kids and just couldn't find one. Mm-hmm. There aren't many people. Now there's Vicki Weber who's doing them. And I know a few other people that are doing music books, but at the time I was kind of at a loss. And so I learned about KDP, which is Kindle direct printing mm-hmm. and or publishing. I think it's publishing. Okay. KDP. But you can self-publish online. And so if you can figure out how to format all of it, which I had to slowly go through the process of learning, I learned how to format it in Photoshop and then move it into KDP. And then I could self-publish on there, okay. which allowed a lot of autonomy yeah. <laughs> because I could decide my pricing. I didn't have to order 2000 copies of it. It's actually print on demand, which is fabulous because if you order the book, it'll send from a printer pretty close by to you, mm-hmm. whichever printers in your region. And so it's a little bit more eco-friendly in that way too. That's awesome. So I have thought several times about like writing a book. I've actually written novels, none of which are published, but I've, you know, been through that process of like finding or trying to find a literary agent and getting really close with novels. But I've also thought about picture books. And I bet there are a lot of music teachers out there who are maybe like comfortable with the writing aspect, but maybe not so much the art aspect. So what would you suggest to someone who's like interested in writing a picture book, but maybe not illustrating or vice versa? Mm, That's a good question. So if somebody wanted to write, but they didn't want to illustrate, I would say, don't panic. There are people out there who want to illustrate for you, (laughs) you know, 
there are a lot of us out here that really want to help you make this a reality. And so there's websites like Fiverr, I think it's F-I-V-E-R-R.com. Mm-hmm. And they, you can find artists and I've never used it personally because I, I did illustrate my books, but I know of other authors that have used it. And then also just connecting with people on Instagram too, finding illustration that you like and decide how you want your story to look. Yeah. And then if people wanted to illustrate, but not write the book, I would say find a story that you really like, or find your type of story that you like and figure out your style. For me, I really wanted, well, I didn't feel comfortable drawing to be mm-hmm. honest. And so I knew that stamps were going to be my way to go because I didn't really want to draw. And just finding your how is the way to do it, you know, figure out how you want to create and share your style with other people. Yeah. And these, I just love the stamp art. It's so like unique and colorful and really it's vibrant. I love it. So kudos to you. How did you introduce the books to your students? I would imagine that that would have been an exciting moment where you finally got to show your students the books. Yeah. So the elementary school that I worked with in Aurora, Colorado, they were actually a huge part of my process. So when I was teaching there, Egypt Diff, like I said, was a blue monster. He was totally different. And Face was actually a little itty bitty frog. Um, And they were all puppets that I used. I had 45, I'm sure so many music teachers have that many puppets, but I was obsessed, you know, and these two puppets were showing up a lot. And so we learned the song for Egypt and the clave rhythm for face with different characters. And so when I started creating the book, I actually worked with the music teacher that was there now, or she was there at that point. And we had the students actually review the books and help me make edits. Oh, wow. So the kids, yeah. So the kiddos who had heard the stories growing up, they had not, they were now like, uh, they were originally kindergartners. Now they were in third grade, you know, mm-hmm. they had grown up with the story. They got to help me make edits. And in face, there's a lot of characters that were created just because of the reviews that I got from those students. So that they were cool. really excited. Yeah. yeah. And what a great real world connection that, you know, you were able to let them in on the editing process and let them have input. Yeah. Yeah. And on the back of the book, I have two reviews by students on each of them. And those are actually from the students from altitude. Oh, I see that. Yeah. Yeah. So they're, they're the little reviewers that got to tell what they like about the book. So cool. (laughs) Very neat. Well, I'm sure that people listening will be super excited to check out these books because they are really super fun and such a great way to introduce the lines on the treble cloth staff. Agabadif. Is that what you're saying? Agabadif? Yeah. I, I say it Agabadif, but it doesn't okay. matter. You know, he <laughs> loves his name anyway. So right. <laughs> you want to say it. But yeah, it's, it's amazing. When I started teaching this, it worked so well that I was able to teach And I just was playing around. I thought, okay, the kindergartners have heard this from their older siblings. They're wanting to learn it. Let's just see. Let's see how it works. And the kindergartners memorized Igbadif and they were reading the lines on the staff. And so I taught them face. And all of a sudden I had kindergartners learning. And I I know that's way too early, but I just had to try it. (laughs) Right. You know, (laughs) and it worked. And so they were excited. 
excited. <laughs> right. And well, also like as a side note, like I've always used, you know, silly sentences, like every good boy does fine. Elephants got big, dirty feet, whatever. But yes. I can see that Agabedef being a quicker way because they don't have to think through the sentence and then think through the first letter of each word. You're just going Agabedef, mm-hmm. boom, done, you know? So yeah. Yeah. yeah and into high school, I had a really hard time deciphering the letter from the word. And so I would answer, you know, I was in AP music theory and saying every, when my teacher would say, what letter is this? And I go, every and good. And it was like, no, no, no letter. Give me letter. It was hard. You know, it's hard to process that for some learners, everybody's different. Yes. But yeah, it really helped me too to create Igabadif as a character and have yes. that. Okay, I don't have to think of words and then letters. Just yes. takes and now you've given it context. It's a character. Yeah. So cool. Mm-hmm. So besides your own picture books, what are your favorite picture books for the music room? I know there's a lot to choose from. Well, when I was teaching in the classroom, I had no idea I was going to be creating books. But now looking back, it was so obvious that I was going to be creating books because we talked about children's books all the time. I was obsessed. My, my classroom had so many books, but um, my favorites are, and I always think in, so if you've seen Rafael Lopez's books, he did um, Maybe Something Beautiful. Yes, Dream, I love that one. Dream Girl. Oh, they're so good. Yeah. Everything he does. Just, it's in this whole world, you know, he creates this magical land when he illustrates. Uh, I love Peter Reynolds. He did the dot and say mm-hmm. something. I used those a lot. You know, we do a whole festival on the dot and create music from the dot. And yes. it was a really good way to start talking about composition. Eric Carl, I just have to say Eric Carl because he's my my favorite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I looking back now, I love him because of his illustrations, but also because of the simplicity of his books. You know, they they really do mm, they don't always it's not the rhyme that had me obsessed. It was more the story and how clear the the way it went, the cycles that he wrote with. And mm-hmm. it was just so easy to add that into music. And Thomas Locker, uh, he did Water Dance and Sky Tree. Yes, I love those. Yeah, those are great. I could keep going forever. Yes, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm like you. I'm a puppet hoarder and I'm a book hoarder. So I completely understand. (laughs) Yeah. Awesome. Well, is there anything else that you want to mention about your books or about writing or illustrating? Mm. Well, music teachers are the best storytellers ever. I truly believe that. I think that's one of our greatest gifts. And I think there are thousands of music books to be created. And so I want to encourage any music teachers that are sitting there going, I wish I could share this story with other music teachers to do it, to to figure it out, you know, use KDP, use whatever you need to. But it's so wonderful to share your story and then to share it with other teachers who love stories and then those kids, you know. So if you've ever thought you want to create a children's book, this is your sign. Go and do it. (laughs) I love it. Thank you so much. That was that's really inspiring. Putting my wheels in motion and I'm sure other people as well. Where can we find you? Social media, website, anything like that. And you, you have a website with your books on on it correct? I do. Yeah. So you can buy my books on my website, which is Katie Terrell Ramos. I have two last names. My husband's Puerto Rican. So I just took both of his last names (laughs) Um, and it's T-E-R-R-E-L-L Ramos. And 
They're also on Amazon because I am selling through KDP. If you order from my website, I sign and stamp each one. So you have a special stamp inside. So you you can actually feel the texture of what the stamps feel like when they're printed. Because the ink that I use is actually pretty thick. It's different than what you would use with a normal rubber stamp. On Instagram, I'm Katie underscore Ramos. And I post process videos all the time. So if you're wanting to share about stamping, block printing with your students too, that's a great place to go for videos as well as my website. And that is pretty much it. (laughs) I don't do other social media. (laughs) No, that's great. I'm, I'm sure that people will be excited to check you out on your website and on Instagram and buy those books. All right. Would you like to talk about what we're consuming? Yes. I can go first. I, right now, we just started watching. Do you have Apple TV? Oh, I don't, but my parents do. So when I okay. visit them, watch it. Okay. <laughs> Um, so we got Apple TV a few months ago and cause I, I had a new iPhone and, and got it for free. And then of course got sucked into just paying for it because it's great. But we just started watching severance. Have you heard of that? It's no. with Adam Scott. I think he was in parks and rec, right? So the idea it's super, it's kind of like this dystopian, like just really interesting premise that when someone, I don't know how they exactly say it when they, their work self has been severed from their home self. So like he goes to work. And he doesn't remember what his home life is. And he comes home and he doesn't remember what his work life is, which is the way that this company has set up things. We're just like one or two episodes in. So that's all I have so far. But it's really, it's such an interesting premise. And I'm super excited to watch more because it's just really intriguing. Wow. Okay. Have you watched Ted Lasso? Yes, we are um, almost to the end of season two, which is, I think, so we're almost caught up and I adore Ted Lasso. That's the whole, I mean, for me, I would pay for Apple TV just to watch Ted Lasso. Oh my gosh. I mean, I find myself like laughing so hysterically. Like even sometimes it happens with like the first episode is like super funny. And then you get like a few episodes in and it's not as funny as anymore. No, it's super funny. Like every single episode (laughs) and like the character development. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Well, I'm consuming. Well, I want to share about a podcast that I love that I've listened to every single week and it's creative pep talk. Have you ever heard of that? I haven't. Okay. So he's in Columbus. So creative pep talk. It's by Andy J pizza. And every single week he gives you a pep talk on creating. And I feel like music teachers are creators. We're constantly composing, creating stuff for our students. So this is a really good podcast that just helped me to make work, you know? show up and create um amy porterfield's online marketing made easy love her oh my goodness she's amazing yeah she really is every week i'm trying to catch up on all the all the ones before too oh my gosh she's got so many too (laughs) Yeah. yeah she's so inspiring music i've been obsessed this week with an album called wake up calls and it's by cosmo sheldrake i don't really know the artist but i a friend sent me this playlist and it's all endangered birds in the playlist and it's gorgeous it's so beautiful i've been using it with my students online and just talking about instrumentation and yeah it's i'm i find myself listening to it all the time like as yeah. I'm getting ready. So cool. And then, yeah, I love it. And then the book that I'm reading right now is The House of Rain. And it's by 
Craig Childs and where we live is down in Durango, Colorado, mm -hmm. and it's close to Mesa Verde. And this gentleman that wrote it, the author, he took the path of the ancient Puebloans. Um, some people still say Anasazi, but now it's ancient Puebloans here. Mm -hmm. And he takes the path that they took through Mesa Verde, through Chaco, all these different places. And he tells about it. And so I'm getting to learn about the history around here. And then Mesa Verde is only, I think it's like 10 minutes away from us. Uh -huh. So I can go over there and see the ancient ruins and the places. And it's wow. amazing. So cool. Those are some great suggestions. I'll write all those down and I will put them in the show notes. So for anybody listening, you can check those out in the show notes. Thank you so much, Katie. That, that was like your suggestions are, were great. And just, it was so fascinating to hear about your process with writing and illustrating picture books. And I hope that you've inspired someone to try it for themselves and definitely to pick up your books as well. Yes. Yeah. And if anyone has questions or they want, you know, a little bit of a pep talk to get started, you can always message me on Instagram and we can talk through process more. I really want to see more music books out there. It'll be awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much, Katie. I hope you have a great day. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me, Aileen. Bye. Bye.